Hello everybody, this is a podcast called Bitchin' Brew. I am a human called Danny Randon. If this is your first time tuning in, then you may have guessed that I'm your host. Uh, if you are a returning listener, then you'll probably know that I'm your host. Regardless, I thank you very much for tuning in, whether you're listening on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts or Acast. Uh, this is a podcast about music, life and everything in between, where I sit down with musicians or people who work in the music industry, we'll have a cup of tea or a cup of coffee, uh, maybe crack open a nice cold beer. We might even crack open a pack of biscuits if we're feeling cheeky and we'll just talk about whatever comes to mind. It can get a little bit random but I suppose that's just the way we roll. Uh, This is episode number 22 and I said on social media uh, before the release of this episode that you get two bands for the price of one and I know when I wrote that I said uh, how does that work? You know it's a free podcast so technically there's no price but Shut up, I I know what I mean when I said it. Um, And those uh, two of the best breakthrough bands in the UK right now, uh, Nervous and Funeral Shakes. And you're probably also wondering, well, Danny, how does that work, having two bands on one podcast? Well, it turns out that uh, Nervous's singer and guitarist, uh, M Foster, she's one of my favourite musicians and songwriters around right now in the UK, uh, also plays guitar in Funeral Shakes. And... I've wanted to get Emma on the podcast for ages, really, so when the time came uh, to get her on, finally, uh, I was asked if I also wanted to chat to two of Emma's bandmates in Funeral Shakes, uh, Calvin Roffey and Simon Barker. Uh, you may know them from their old band, The Smoking Hearts, and I thought, sure, the more the merrier. Um, I'm really into both bands. They've brought out uh some really really good albums this year both of them nervous have uh, brought out their second album it's called everything dies and it's out now on uh, big scary monsters it's a truly outstanding record i i love their first one permanent rainbow anyway but i love this one even more there's so many great uh melodies the choruses are huge um but there's real meaning behind the songs and the lyrics em sings a lot about uh gender dysphoria and mental health and Loads of really other uh, important topics and uh, funeral shakes. Um, They have a self-titled debut album. Because it is self-titled, it is called Funeral Shakes. And it is also out now on Silent Cult Records. It's a really strong debut album. Uh, Sort of more straight up the middle, foot-tapping, rock and roll. But it's got some uh, really cool infusions, if you will, of uh, things like doo-wop and uh, surfer rock. Some really interesting vocal harmonies. The band have a really cool aesthetic too. If you look in the artwork for this podcast, you'll see that... uh, Calvin and Simon are in their funeral shakes regalia, all sharply dressed in matching black shirts. Um, I want one myself personally, so I'll have to see whether I can uh, make that happen. This is the first of several podcasts that were recorded backstage at Teddy Rocks Festival uh, in Dorset. I had an amazing weekend there, uh, recorded a bunch of podcasts. Um, I should mention these are slightly shorter podcasts. Uh, That's the way things just go at festivals. People have uh, less time to sit down. They don't really have 45 minutes or an hour. They have more like half an hour. But that's, you know, that's totally cool. I did the best I could um, and had a really great time in the process should also mention as well, um, I know I always apologise for the sound quality on Bitch and Brew, where I really shouldn't apologise because, 
you know, I have a fairly limited recording setup at the moment, but, um, you know, there is still a fair amount of background noise because the press tent was um, a stone's throw from the main stage. I'm not complaining. It's not the end of the world. And I really appreciate the team at Teddy Rocks for putting me up there and letting me set up a, a kettle and a tea caddy and a bunch of mugs. And, um, you know, it's, it's obviously still listenable. And uh, there is also a little bit of outside interference. Um, I, I suppose interference is probably the wrong word. There's a there's an extra special guest, uh, both bands' publicist, uh, the wonderful Harris Ali of um, Public City PR, was sort of sat slightly out of range of the mic for most of the time, but he is an absolute star, um, and I really must get him on for an episode of Bitch and Brew uh, of his own, because you know I'm sure he can probably tell us about the world of uh, music PR. Um, so we'll soldier on through the noise, because this episode sure is... Um, interesting. I told M and Calvin and Simon uh, straight after recording that they were possibly the worst guests I've ever had on Bitch and Brew. And a lot of people might think that's a, that's a bad thing that I'm saying to them. I'm not I'm saying out of love. You'll hear why I said that to them. Um, you might also just hear me gradually losing my sanity throughout this podcast. I think I've just about recovered from the recording of this one. Um, I don't want to give too much away. We're going to get stuck in after I play a song from Nervous's latest album, Everything Dies. Uh, it's not a single from the album, but it's arguably the best song I think they've released yet, in my opinion anyway. Uh, it's called Nobody Loses All The Time, and really it'll just make you want to dance a lot while you're uh, making a cup of tea and getting settled down for this podcast. I would recommend... Uh, dancing responsibly and uh, maybe not with a boiling hot kettle in hand you've got to watch out for that hot water because we don't want an accident uh, with you dancing to nervous so that's enough from me for the moment enjoy bitch and brew episode number 22 with nervous and funeral shakes after this Yes. 
This is so good. I wish I found out about this yesterday. Are you mixing those two in there? Yeah. I've got a gin and hooch. I want you mixing them. Yeah. It's like the loveliest shandy ever. Can I try it then? Yeah, of course. Please, go ahead. Garlic. Don't <laughs> get carried away. Yeah, it's quite nice. Yeah. It's, um, we're calling it like Tory shandy. Oh, really? Because of the Sam. Well, I guess not with Red Stripe. Unless you're having like some sort of craft lager with it. Yeah. I think that'd be probably. Dan, isn't this undermining the show that like, you're drinking shandy and you're drinking tea as well? <laughs> Fucking fraud. <laughs> it's when I had, I had an American yeah, guest on once and um, he did not understand the concept of a hot no, drink. Right. He Absolutely wanted right. just ale. So I was like, I had to expand and brew, I guess, means brewski as well. So, um,. The hot drink thing didn't last for too long. So before we start recording, I uh, hope, hope you don't mind me asking first. Um, um, what pronouns do you use? She, her. She, her, okay. Yeah. It should, like, I was thinking about it. Surely it should just be that easy to ask someone. It literally is. Yeah. What pronouns do you use? I, I use he, yeah. him. Cool, Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But Simple. I, yeah, there you go. I have felt like, I, I mean, I must admit, like a couple of years ago, and I did an interview with you, which was, to date probably the most awkward interview I've ever done because I don't know what questions to ask. Sure. And I felt like, oh God, like I didn't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable. I didn't want to make him feel uncomfortable. So before yeah. we start, I wholeheartedly apologize for the awkwardness of oh, that interview. Fine. It was all right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was uh, an unused feature in the end about the DIY punk scene. Yeah. And I started I trying to talk about oh, the safe spaces. Uh, the joiners, yeah. yeah. I started to talk about safe spaces and then it turned out we were talking about how it isn't really much of a safe space yeah. at all these days. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so it totally <laughs> fucked the angle of the oh, feature. Sorry. No, no, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I must have done about Do you 20. think things are better? No, actually, <laughs> yeah. I don't. Sorry for that. That's a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do... I, it, it really should be just that easy if, if you know that someone is, is non-binary or transgender yeah. to just, you, just ask them. For sure. 
to ask it's literally that what simple. pronouns do you use? I don't know I don't know why some people feel uncomfortable about it or I don't know. People are people are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you've you've always tried to see the uh, the uh, the funny side of things, especially uh-huh. on your Twitter. I think you're gaining quite a lot of uh, popularity now for the way you hit back at trolls. Has yeah, but, but that's because I'm a troll. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, fight fire with fire. Absolutely. Kind of yeah. Beat it from the inside. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Has, has, um, has comedy always sort of been quite a, a, a sort of passion of yours, I suppose I should say? It has, actually. Yeah. yeah. I think... I think it's just a good coping mechanism as well. Right, okay. And also, it's sort of like kind of disarming. If so, if someone's like trying to upset you or trying to say something that they think is the most hideous thing they can possibly think yeah. of, for you to say something like, fuck off you, onion, it kind of... Because <laughs> kind of, onion just... Yeah, it's, is, you know. I, I think it just throws people. They're like, uh, oh, I thought you were going to take that seriously and... Really sad. Do you have like a, a set time of the day where you sit down and go, right, I'm gonna, <laughs> <laughs> gonna no, I don't. open you, this can of whoop ass? If, if I'm not driving or working or studying, then yeah. Studying? You... Yeah, I, stu- I, I study at Open University at the moment. Oh, wonderful. What, what are you studying? Environmental science. Wow, fantastic. So, like, um, worms. Oh, right, okay. Worms and air. Yeah. <laughs> is that like a, a masters or un- undergraduate? Undergraduate, it's BSc. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. How, yeah. how long? How long have you been doing that? A couple of years. I do it part time, so it'll take six years altogether to complete. I'm finishing my s- second of those six years this year. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, um, and welcome to Bitch and Brew. Ah. Uh, and we're going to be. Thanks. Uh, joined by Simon and Calvin from your other band, Funeral Shakes, yeah. in a little bit. First, Simon's right here. Simon is right, si- Simon, right. Simon is right Let's here. You broke the kayfabe. <laughs> <laughs> Simon is here, and we're going to be chatting to Simon in a bit. Um, okay. So you went for an instant black coffee, even yeah. though I, I, I have a... I, I brought a percolator, but no coffee to go in it. Well, which that's, is, okay, that's kind of what I thought. I thought there's no way that there's... Going to be other other options. I, it, mobile tea and coffee station, and I forgot the coffee. Yeah, so it just, happens. It's okay. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I went, for, I went for the instant coffee with one sugar because I haven't had a coffee today, and I just drink fucking anything. So there you go. <laughs> well, I, I on the other hand have I really should be drinking a hot drink because it's been pointed out to me already. But um, I've now discovered that there is a free bar back here at the Teddy Rocks Festival and I'm mixing Red Stripe and A free lem- bar? Uh, it's free for artists and press. Yeah. It is, isn't it? Is it? Unless I've just been artists. The fight you decided to take get some waters for you. Ah. Yeah. Free waters? And some free vocal tone on No, I know. <laughs> so, okay, cool. But I The think- San Pellegrino's free. Yeah, the yeah, San Pellegrino. I'll have Pel- a couple of them. Yeah. <laughs> I've got orange ones. Take my bag over. We've stolen all of the lemon ones to create our uh, posh. I don't know. It's Radler or some some sort of shandy. Radler. 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 <laughs> That's like the European word for shandy, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. And it's Radler. Cornish cider. Huh? Radler's is a Cornish cider. Is it? Is yeah. it? Yeah. Apparently so. What like scrumpy? De- De- oh, it's Devon or Cornwall. Devon or Cornwall. I'll shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Harris. Um, Harris, you probably can't hear if you're listening to this podcast. But Harris is just shouting 
fake news about uh, Radler <laughs> from the back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is the worst bit of fake news you've read about Nervous online? The worst bit of fake news? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever read any fake news. I've just mainly written fake news <laughs> about Nervous. Yeah, because we're all expecting this Scar album now. Oh, and if you happen. don't deliver on it... Ask Will Gould. It's <laughs> happening. Will Gould of Creepos is nudging you about creating this Scar album. Do you, do you have a... Honestly. Are you... I... <laughs> I'm not. I'm not lying. <laughs> you had to pull up a demo. <laughs> <laughs> um, for those of you listening, because it's not a there's no, no visual sorry, medium. Emma's no... scrolling through her phone, and I don't know what's happening, but I anticipate. Well, I don't know what to anticipate. I'm a little bit scared. I can't lie. Of this scar album. Of the Scar album, I mean, what what type of Scar are we going for? Are we going uh, for proper Scar, trans goth Scar, trans goth Scar? Just planning our Scar album, our Scar band. Lovely. So you're going to get John Feldman to produce your Scar yeah. album. So me and Will Gold and Jay Cross, who works for Fender, I think. Okay. Um, we're all starting a Scar band. And you say proper scar, so are we talking third wave scar or...? That's not proper scar, is it? What would you consider proper <laughs> scar? No, no, I This think... is an interrogation now. I think... Into your scar project. Um, I, 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 I said proper scar, I didn't mean anything by that. Um, I think it'll be kind of like, um, the sort of like good scar bands like, uh... Uh, sorry. The, the good ones. The good... <laughs> I can't think of a single good scar band. No, that's not true. What, no, what... we're basically just going to sound like uh, Godfinger and Mad Caddies. It's going to oh. be a big part of shit, but... <laughs> um, well, I suppose before we talk about the scar and we should talk about Everything Dies. Um, you've mentioned online before about how the mindset of you going in to record Permanent Rainbow and the mindset of you going in to record Everything Dies were sort of total opposite from one another if I'm right in thinking kind of right yeah so so what what I think uh, what was going on I think I was just a, uh, well with Permanent Rainbow I was a little bit like uh, I didn't really know how to say what I was trying to say so the whole thing was like kind of cloaked in metaphor right but the, with Everything Dies it was much more like okay cool yeah let's do a thing say what I didn't say that I could have said that I should have said Right, okay. Yeah. And this is the first time that the whole band has played on the record, right? Mm. All right. No, no, no. Um, it was just the first time that we'd recorded, gone into a recording situation as a band, mm. having, having toured and played shows and stuff. So before, with Permanent Rainbow, although we were a band, yeah, we hadn't, like, you know, we hadn't played a bunch of shows together, we hadn't, like, settled into the songs and settled into what we sound like. Mm-hmm. And it was always, it was like, it was, the first album was definitely trying to find out what we sound like. As right, a band, okay. Which we didn't really get till everything dies. But we're going to sack that all off and do something completely different for the third album anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> Scar. Scar. Yeah. Scar, love it. Um, is it. Is it quite weird when, when you think about the sort of, um, you know, the themes within the record, particularly on songs like Medicine, as we saw today, people dancing in a field to mm-hmm. really upbeat songs with lyrics yeah. that are quite dark. Is it quite weird for you to see that when you're on stage sometimes? 
I guess not because in a live setting, people just people aren't listen people aren't listening out for like those meanings, mm. and like they're kind of designed so that um, you can read into them as much as you want to. Right. You don't necessarily have to subscribe to feeling everything I felt when I wrote it to be right, able to yeah, enjoy the music. But um, not that that not that the lyrics are particularly vague at all. But like, no. it just um, yeah, it's nice to be able to have fun. Absolutely. Uh, rather than like just being a straight up misery fest. <laughs> and that and that actually permeated through into sort of other other elements of the the album campaign, like with the videos and such. Yeah, I yeah. remember tweeting you the morning after the the morning the it follows video dropped. Yeah. With why the fuck have you done this to us? <laughs> yeah. After bigging out for so long. Yeah, we just thought we'd just try and annoy everyone for fun. For fun. Yeah. I was expecting like. Confetti cannons and yeah, I know everyone was expecting something wild. Kittens with lasers still in a room. Great. <laughs> yeah, for those who haven't actually seen the videos, Paul, who plays keyboards and yeah. nervous, literally just standing on. I mean, they can just go and watch the video. Yeah, but um, was that hard for him considering how um, how much he dances on stage? No. Well, we were going to do it originally. We were going to do a dancing video, but. Um, we sort of spoke about it and I was like, I've got this idea for a video, it's just you dancing. And Paul was like, oh yeah, yeah, maybe. And then he got a bit like, oh, I don't know about this, like, I don't know if I feel comfortable doing it. And I was like, well, you don't have to do it. He's like, what if I just stood there? And I was like, yeah, just do that. <laughs> so he just stood there. <laughs> and then we recorded it the first time round and we were like, oh, it's missing something. And I was like, oh, what if I got my dad to come in and play the guitar solo? As in your dad or Paul's dad? My dad. Wow. Yeah, so that's my dad as well. So yeah, we then we filmed it again with my dad, who stood on a bench facing the, the record, wall. doesn't he? He plays, the, he plays the solo on the record as well. What, on that song? Yeah, on It Follows. That's, oh, fantastic. That's my dad playing. That's but, awesome. Um, but yeah, so we decided to get my dad involved. Do you, do you, do you go to quite a lot of gigs? I go to a lot of gigs with my dad, and I feel I, I love going to gigs with my dad, because he, yeah. he crowd surfed for the first time uh, during um, Creeper at the Electric Ballroom <laughs> last year. I actually don't go to many gigs with my dad because I'm mainly playing gigs. Right. Um, but we went to a few together back in the day. Back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> I went to see Robbie Williams with my dad. <laughs> we were just talking about Robbie Williams on the last podcast, really? actually. What, what were you saying about Robbie? Just that he's great. Yeah, good. That's all right then. Yeah. I was about to flip the table. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, put me through the table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dare I blaspheme <laughs> hello everybody Danny here again dropping in as I usually do now midway through the podcast to remind you that if you haven't done so already please subscribe to Bitch and Brew podcast uh, we are available on Apple Podcasts uh, we're available on SoundCloud and we're available on Acast and uh, the link is in the description as ever to head to each of those sites I will be introducing Simon and Calvin from Funeral Shakes into the fray alongside them in just a few minutes time but first I wanted to play a track from Funeral Shakes. Uh, this song is called Gold Teeth, it's a summer rock and roll anthem and I think that just says it all. Um, it's available on the self-titled debut album which is out now on Silent Cult Records, it's a great album, great label that it's been put out on as well, so uh, we'll carry on with Bitch and Brew episode number 22, right after this, Funeral Shakes with Gold Teeth. Gold teeth, 
by the CO2 cannons <laughs> earlier, weren't you? Yes. It yes. felt very bizarre. Yeah. yeah about, what, 12.30 in the afternoon? We'd heard there was a possibility of them, but Jesus, they were quite close to you. And they're <laughs> very loud. Did, oh, did you see after the first time they went off, they had to, um, someone came on stage and quickly adjusted one of them to not be pointing, like, at me. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, Whoa! It was definitely pointed, like, yeah. just going over my head. Yeah, we found out, they said to us, oh, yeah, we, we used some CO2 for your set. We were like, okay, I mean, do you know any of the songs? Like, is there any particular point? And, oh, no, 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 we, we just, you know, we just go with it. I'm like, okay. They just wing it. Yeah, which is fine, but the problem was that we didn't know when they were going to wing it. So it was, just, it was like, they were playing, oh, okay, it's fine, <laughs> it's just the CO2. It was show. It was when it was when I can't remember which song it was. It might have been Gold Teeth where they managed to hit the one, two, three, four burst of, of CO2. <laughs> that when you said, "Oh, can you just put it on for the whole of the song?" Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell, you, you're not pendulum. Like, <laughs> I prefer CO2 to pendulum. 
pendulum. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer CO2 to pendulum and I prefer it to smoke machines. Yeah, yeah, I think I do as well. Smoke machines are not on. Is that? Saving for the fucking crystal maze. <laughs> <laughs> or like sleep. Yeah. Doom metal. Doom metal, it should be exclusive to doom metal bands. Or goth. Yeah, or like. Oh, yeah, I did see. You couldn't have the Sisters of Mercy without. I was gonna say, I saw the Sisters of Mercy and I could not see a thing for all the the smoke machine. That was at Sonosphere a few years ago. Yeah, I think that's kind of deliberate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, no. Everyone. Knit, well, three fourths, three quarters of Funeral Shakes. Welcome yeah. to Bitch and Brew and welcome back. Hello. It's been a long time since it you've has. been on Bitch and Brew. It's been a long time. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, uh, Calvin, you uh, you had to pull double duty today as well as them. What, what, yeah. was, it, what was it like covering bass for, uh, for Nervous? Um, excuse the pun, it was Nervous. Um, I, I, I had like five days five days to learn the songs yeah uh, we had one practice where we played the songs twice and then mostly just joked about bad Metallica songs yeah um, bad Metallica songs Invisible oh, Kid Invisible Kid you ever heard the Invisible Kid what album is that from Saint that's Saint Anger. Anger. right okay it's eight and a half minutes of pure nonsense I try and disown that album to be honest I try and disown it in the same way that David Fincher disowned Alien 3. Disown I liked Alien 3. I liked Alien 3 yeah. too. I'm a bit of an Alien 3 apologist, really. I think I anything after that is, is a no for me. But Not the, even the, like the newer stuff? Nah, not for me. I like, I the, didn't I like see the trilogy, Prometheus. that's it. Uh, Prometheus was good, but I kind of almost what did didn't I see, see it as the same thing. What was the last one I saw? Resurrection, Prometheus. Resurrection, is that the one where... Uh, so the alien gets sucked through the little window here. Matey Boy... Um, kisses himself. No, that that was uh, Alien Covenant. That was last year. Yeah, um, who's that Michael guy Fassbender. Called? Michael Fassbender kisses making himself. Making out with Michael yeah. Fassbender. It's just that. Right. It's that really quiet bit where you hear everyone giggling in the cinema because David is teaching David to play the flute. Oh yeah. And it's the. It's the one line that will have everyone giggling where it goes, I'll do the fingering. And you just hear <laughs> everyone going... <laughs> like the most awkward flute-playing scene in a film ever. Calvin, you look totally lost. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Are you Are you much of a films guy? No, no, I've seen a few films. You've seen a few? But uh, I'm, not very good at, I'm not very good at films, generally. Mm. Um, yeah, so I don't really know what you were just talking about. Alien Covenant. Alien Covenant. I've seen Alien. The first one. Just pronounced alien. (laughs) Okay, I've seen alien. Alien. You've seen aliens? I don't think I have. The one that's like an action movie. No, I don't think I've seen the second one. You'd like that. Yeah. But yeah, I've seen I've seen alien. Is alien the one that's sort of like like ambient? Yeah. And aliens is more like a hardcore album. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Alien is like. Aliens more shoegaze. It's more shoegaze, whereas like aliens is like. Dillinger Escape Plan. Yeah. If Dillinger Escape Plan were a film, mm. I love that. Um, so, talk. Let's talk about the uh, the self-titled Funeral Shakes album, uh, which is out now. And um, how how long has the making of the album been? So, has this? How long has Funeral Shakes been a thing? Um, well, I suppose it was. Uh, it only really became a thing properly when we were recording the record, but myself and Simon 
um, we kind of had a lot of the ideas. We uh, we started demoing the songs at home ourselves, just the two of us. Mm. Um, and we probably had most of the album's worth of songs before we really put a band around it to, right, do, okay. to do a record. Um, so we, in terms of time, it's probably probably a couple of years but we didn't do any shows until last year and we didn't release the record right. until this year and and when was it decided to bring the whole uh, matching uniform aesthetic into the equation it's just a thing we liked and we just thought I don't know I think it makes a difference it's, it's just one extra uh, dimension to it yeah there, isn't it I think we we always even in the, even in like our old band Smoking Hearts we always kind of made an effort to wear Kinship between between you and the hives. I've stuck it. Oh. oh, have I? I've got sellotape stuck to my stuck to my chair. I thought you were like going to stroke my face. Slam you. I want on the table. A seated choke slam. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you just had a bit of sellotape stuck to you. Oh, that's cool. Thank thank you for getting you that. Got any more instant coffee? Uh, there is some next door. I can definitely. Oh, that's right. No, I don't, inter- I, I don't want to interrupt. I don't want to interrupt the podcast. You do want to? Do I it. don't. I don't want to interrupt the podcast for the sake of an instant coffee. It's fine. Harry's <laughs> definitely not looking like he wants to get you an instant coffee, to be fair. Would you please get me some instant coffee from next door? <laughs> Thanks, Harris. Thanks, Harris. Harris wiped my, uh, wiped my brow earlier on stage. It was really good. Thank you. Yeah, I love them. <laughs> uh, not only do I get coffee for my parents. Harris, thank no, you. Is not only not only our press agent. Harris not only goes and gets us coffee, coffee during a podcast. Harris not only runs onto the stage to wipe M's sweaty brow. <laughs> but uh, for for some shows when M wasn't available, Harris learned all the parts and played guitar and yes. as well. Was so this, Harris is yeah. basically a bit of a legend. Was this where you played a show where they were showing WrestleMania immediately afterwards? Oh no, you're talking about Doncaster. <laughs> yes, I yes. missed that. Yeah, you really you didn't. didn't. I was watching. I was watching WrestleMania in Manchester that night. Yeah, I borrowed, I borrowed Calvin's WWE Network login. Don't tap that tent. In case WWE Network find oh, out and fuck. kick me off the network. Do you think they'll listen? I think Vince oh, and Matt might be listening. Yeah, <laughs> if Vince, Vince, I, I, borrowed, <laughs> I, I borrowed free subscription. Free subscription from Calvin. Alvin. Alvin. It was a different Alvin. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Sorry, Vince. So yeah, we we came off stage in Doncaster. 
and it was maybe the fastest we've ever like come off stage, packed down, loaded the van, and got to the hotel in my life. I think it was like. Did you not stick around and watch Mania? We watched it at the hotel. All right, okay. You wouldn't have wanted to stay at the venue and watch it. <laughs> Why? What was wrong with it? Doncaster's a shit. All oh, right. It, yeah, it was. If Doncaster is listening, sorry. <laughs> it, we have to apologise to the entire population of Doncaster <laughs> and, and Vince McMahon. <laughs> No, it's getting worse, isn't it? <laughs> it just—it just wasn't uh, wasn't my favourite show of the tour. Let's put it that way. <laughs> that's that's the nice way of saying it. It wasn't the nicest show of the tour. We uh, we definitely wanted to get back to the travel lodge so we could all watch wrestling in the room. I uh, I stayed up for the first time this year because I'm relatively new to wrestling after watching okay. some NXT at Download last okay. year. And uh, so this is the first time I stayed up for Mania and I probably lasted until about four in the morning. Oh, and I think it was the only match I didn't watch was Roman Brock. Yeah. Because I didn't want to watch it. I mean, this could be an entire podcast in itself. Yeah. Like us talking about wrestling. So. It could. I- I'm okay it's, with that. It's like, going- <laughs> just, just putting it out there. I only watch wrestling just in case the New Day are on it. The New Day are always on it. The New Day are... Are they always on it? They're always yeah. on Yeah. They're, They're on, on pretty much every week. Really? They're yeah. They're bloody week, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. What's this? Oh. If you're good, you can have one after. Oh, can I have one now, please? No. Eat, you can't eat on a podcast. Of course I can. I'll eat yeah, you can. can. Harris Thank has you. brought over... What are they? Cornflake clusters? I'm in on that. Harris, while you're up, could you get me a can of San Pellegrino and a can of Red Strobe? <laughs> Danny Brandon, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Thank you very much, Harris. Mm. So were there lots of um, lots of wrestling marks in the crowd, and they started wrestling chants in between your songs? In Doncaster? Mm. No, not not exactly. No one in the crowd. Well, yeah, it was it was a limited crowd. Let's put it that way. There wasn't no one, but it was definitely limited. After every this, line, uh, did you just um, hear what? I wish that was the case, um, but no. Uh, after every song, we mostly heard a polite applause, followed by silence. Followed by CO2 cannons. Oh, that's just today. The CO2 is only today and maybe from here onwards, since it was so much fun. That My, my most awkward crowd band back and forth was in Stoke. Not Doncaster, but the, the ba- there's this band playing. <laughs> And uh, they finished the song, and it's like, Way! and then the singer from the band went, "Don't patronise us. We don't need your applause." <laughs> I was like, "Jesus Christ! All right, then I won't. I won't. I'll, oh my god!" Went downstairs. It was so awkward. What band was it? I don't know. Are we going to call them out? No, I got afterwards. Do you remember? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. were. Oh. No. Wow. They were. Support band number 17. I went, wow. I went to go and see Code Orange a couple of weeks ago and they had a local opener. I say local opener, it was a band from Bournemouth opening a show in Portsmouth. That's local. Uh, it's different counties. Wow, you know, still still localish as in, as in they weren't on the tour. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was a proper, like, they clearly loved Crowbar, like, sort of doom metal. Okay. Oh, I see. But he was, between the songs, this guy was like. Yeah. Wondering why he was only getting polite applause, and he just went, Stupid. Right, come on, you Dorset cunts. And just bleep, sorry, I'll bleep that out. Um, and uh, we weren't even in Dorset, Portsmouth's in Hampshire. So. Uh, 
he not only assumed assumed our county, but pissed off a bunch of Hampshire <laughs> in the process. I uh, I did a tour many, 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 many no. years ago. What's happening? What is happening? We've got bits. We've got bits. Oh, chunky bits. It's fine. Yeah. I did, I did a like tour many, 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 many years ago with a band called uh, Young Heart Attack. They're an American band, and they came over, and I was I was working for a support band, and. Uh, the, they they walk on stage and we were in Cardiff and they go oh it's so great to be back here in England again and everyone in Cardiff were just like stunned silence and I, I watched at least ten people walk out I was like <laughs> way to make friends guys. That, that, that is that is devotion did I tell you about what Nervous did in uh, Edinburgh on St Patrick's Day oh my god so fan club are playing and they're from Ireland lovely bunch of guys. From just outside of Dublin, I think. Anyway, so there'd been some like there'd been some like back and forth about their, their tour manager asking us to like not put our stuff on their stuff or something, something Tory and nonsensey. And we were like, yeah, all right, cool, cool, cool. So anyway, to break the ice, what we did was in Edinburgh on St Patrick's Day, we um, we introduced a song by saying, you know, we're going to play a traditional Irish song for St Patrick's Day for fan club and then played 500 Miles by the Proclaimers <laughs> <laughs> in Edinburgh and everyone you hear it start there was a recording of it you hear it start and everyone goes ah. <laughs> no one knows what to do it's great <laughs> it's all about making friends like that <laughs> all about making friends in Edinburgh who I, from my experience of Scottish people at gigs will find any opportunity to go here we here we here we fucking go yep. I like that as well it's like the Bouncing Souls Olay thing. Yeah. yeah, I'm not against it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Well, there you go. Buy our album. <laughs> Buy our album. Did you stop it before I said that? No. Alright. I mean, you stopped I... it now? No. No, it's still going. Buy our album. And, and our album. No, that's what I mean. Oh. This is a different thing. Great. All of the albums. Buy every, Buy every Buy album. Buy all the albums. <laughs> By them. Oh. Maybe apart from the Robbie Williams discography because it's shit. Um, you like the real thing about like Robbie Williams, Williams. I've got a Robbie Williams tattoo. I just feel like it crops up in conversation quite a lot. I like Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams was my first live gig. I think he's a brilliant entertainer. He's a. Dates. Huh? Dates. Dates. Wacky dates. What dates? Oh. You know, the tour dates you're going on. Yeah, but Nervous are doing that. Yeah, funeral this shakes, is, this oh, is a Nervous shakes, slash Funeral Shakes. Funeral Shakes and Nervous are both playing at 2000 Trees again. Yeah, yeah that'd be fun. fun. Yeah. That should be a laugh. 2000 Trees is the best festival. Yeah, I'm excited to play it. I've never been there before. Have you never been? No. The, uh, the best vibes. Yeah, it's good. Harry, yeah. so you going to 2000 Trees just because I think the listeners will be interested after your wonderful cameo earlier. Uh, maybe. Okay. That's a maybe. Oh, can't read it too. A con- conclusive maybe from Harris there, but, uh, <laughs> but nervous and funeral shakes will don't both definitely and be there. And palm reader. And palm reader. Who who aren't here, but they are our label mates. They were here yesterday. They were here yesterday. So they're not our label mates. They're our label mates. They're our label mates. Yeah. Yeah, R is nervous, hour <laughs> is very confusing. Yeah, it's <laughs> a confusing format to be doing this interview in because I don't know what band I'm supposed to be in at this point. Both. Both, okay. Cool. Playing at the same time. Yeah. 
That's right then. I mean, today I was in both bands. Yeah, true. That's true. Kind of. Anyway, let's. <laughs> I think that's a good place for us to wrap this up. Yeah. So, thanks for joining us. <laughs> on. Bitchin', Bitchin brew. brew. And don't forget Nothing to. Nothing beats a brew. And don't. <laughs> don't forget to subscribe on. Bitchinbrew.com. No. Uh, close. Bitchinbrew.org. .net.tk. <laughs> don't forget to Dot subscribe home. and click on that link. Homestead.com. <laughs> don't forget to add us on your Neopets account. <laughs> don't forget to. Don't forget. <laughs> Don't forget. Don't forget. Nothing beats Don't forget. Don't forget to sing. Don't forget. Anyway, I think that's a good time for us to wrap this up. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe. Click the link. Uh, Nothing beats a brew. (laughs) So now you know why I had a little bit of a mini meltdown by the end of this episode. Um, M, Calvin, Simon, if you're listening, I mean, you all suck, but I love you all for it. I wouldn't have it any other way. That was Bitch and Brew, episode number 22, uh, with Nervous and Funeral Shakes. Uh, Nervous have their second album out now. It's called Everything Dies, and it's out on Big Scary Monsters. I realise I've had a lot of Big Scary Monsters artists on here, so much to the point that I might as well fucking rename it like the BSM podcast or something but I suppose there are uh, worse things that I could be named they should they're just doing their thing and putting like some of the best bands uh, in the world uh, putting their music out so shout out BSM uh, Funeral Shakes also have uh, their debut album out now it's called Funeral Shakes because it's self-titled and it's out on Silent Cult Records uh, they're both doing some live dates now um, Nervous have said that their next London headline show or I believe it's their first London headline show uh, ever it's uh, next Friday at the Lexington in London the 22nd of June and uh, at the time of recording there are literally a handful of tickets yet you could you could count it on your hands if you had three hands if that makes sense like literally that small amount of tickets so uh, get down it's one of the best lineups of the year I'm really gutted I can't make it because I'm happen to be going to um, a different gig in London to see a small band called the Foo Fighters at the Olympic Stadium but uh, nervous headlining their first London headline show and the supports uh, are a big old clusterfuck but I love it uh, Conjurer I told you I to eat you and uh, fresh so a lot of friends from the bitch and brew podcast uh, on that bill and um, yeah it is sure to be one of the gigs of the year again Gusta can't be down there especially with nervous saying that this might be their last uh, this their last uh, headline show for a little while because I believe they're sort of uh, taking a bit of a step back um, to the drawing board I suppose their bassist Carl has just left the band so I think they're just going to uh, figure out the next steps for the band but they are also uh, doing a couple of festivals they'll be at 2000 Trees Festival which is in uh, the Cotswolds in Cheltenham at Upcote Farm uh, on July 13th well 12th, 13th and 14th is the full festival one of my favourite festivals on the planet and we'll be talking even more about 2000 Trees in an upcoming episode of Bitch and Brew so stay tuned for that uh, they'll also 
also be at Truck Festival playing on the Nest stage uh, on July 22nd, and that's in Steventon. Um, Funeral Shakes are also going to be at 2000 Trees. Uh, Before they're at 2000 Trees, they're supporting a Wilhelm Scream at Red Rum in Stafford on June 26th. Uh, after 2000 Trees, they're doing a run of dates in August with Frown Upon. Uh, three dates, uh, August 16th, Birmingham at the Subside Bar. August 17th, they're going to be in Cardiff at Imperial Music. And then on August 19th, they're going to be at Bedford uh, at the legendary Esquires venue. Um, then they're also going to be at the Wilkstock Festival. Uh, that's happening August 31st to September 2nd. It's a charity festival in Hartford. So if you're going to that, make sure you go and check out Funeral Shakes. You never know, there might be more pyrotechnics. Because, I mean, all jokes aside, it was, it was, it was fucking brilliant to see a band who are like, I think, second on on the main stage that day with... I'm sure they won't mind me saying, a fairly modest crowd, and all of a sudden, they've got massive fucking CO2 cannons. So if that happens again to them, it'll be absolutely unmissable. Um, Now, that's the end of the podcast. I don't really have uh, a track to premiere this week. We usually uh, premiere a track by an up-and-coming band. I don't have one this week, just because it was a bit of a... You know, we just didn't get one organised in time. Uh, but that was uh, never going to be like a thing that would happen on every episode. It was just when the opportunity um, arise, really. Um, so if you are in a band and you've been working on some music lately, you're looking for a cool way to release it out into the world and have people go, oh, that thing's premiering on at that place, uh, then, you know, Bitch and Brew does that. So hit me up. I've got a, an email address, which is b.brewcast, uh, B-R-E-W-C-A-S-T. That's because the twats at Google decided not to let me have bitchin in the uh, email address. So it's b.brewcast at gmail.com. Alternatively, you could just hit me up on uh, Twitter at bitchinbrewcast, all one word, um, or on Facebook, just search bitchin brew podcast um so yeah if you're in a band want to premiere your track let's chat let's see what we can do um the next episode of the bitchin brew podcast like i said there were several that i recorded uh backstage at teddy rocks festival so uh there's going to be a number of shorter podcasts um but being released more frequently almost weekly uh, with uh, any luck um, I mean don't get used to it I never really try and set myself too tight deadlines I think it would be a bit of a nightmare if I tried to release one of these every week but um, because the next few are slightly shorter it kind of works out and the next episode I was uh, now I usually have like a word or two written down like in, in sequence to kind of give me like cue notes to what to say because I find if I don't make any notes I would blather on a bit and, uh, you know, and stammer over my words and it would just be a bit of a wreck. But, you know, I totally disregarded that for the outro to this podcast because I wanted to get, you know, slightly uh, slightly real for a bit, I suppose. I mean, all of this is real, but um, the next episode of the podcast is very, very important to me. Um, I don't mean to take such a sombre tone because, honestly, like, I'm stoked for it. It's um, uh, It features a band that... Uh, very important to me uh they're not important to like everyone on the planet um well they should be anyway they're my favorite band of all time like with the possible exception of acdc my favorite band of all time and if you uh know me well enough you might as well you might well know who that band is 
Um, I mean, don't get your expectations too high. It's not like Paramore or Metallica or uh, My Chemical Romance or even ACDC, anything like that. Um, They are a really special band to me, and I didn't think it was ever possible uh, to get them on Bitch and Brew, whatever uh, sort of uh, stage uh, we got to on the, we get to on this podcast in terms of how big it gets. Um, I never thought it'd be possible to sit down with uh, this band and uh, get them to just uh, hear me talk bollocks to them for a little bit. But um, I'm not going to say who it is yet because I want to kind of build it up a little bit more and reveal it on social media as I usually do. Um, but this, this band, like when I, when I had, um, like when I had Murray from the excerpts on, I've thought it was so fucking surreal that I had a band on Bitch and Brew, uh, who had scored a top 40 album. I thought that was like, that was such a milestone for Bitch and Brew. So it's crazy to think, uh, that the next guest on Bitch and Brew, um, not only have one, but two number one albums to their name. I mean, this band have headlined big festivals before they've headlined fucking glastonbury before um that might have given the game away i mean two number one albums headline glastonbury before it might not have given the game away but those of you who were you know had a had an inclination as to who it was i'm sure you've almost certainly figured it out now regardless i'm not going to announce it yet but uh if i if i could ask you to do something it's just to spread the word about bitch and brew i never i never try and seek out I'm not one of those sorts of people that's always after validation for doing this sort of thing. I do bitch and brew because I love it, not to get a you know a certain amount of listeners. I don't have to meet a quota. Um, you know, I just do it for the fun of it. I you, I just I love it. I love doing this. Um, you know, every few weeks or so, and uh, just getting to hang out with cool people and uh, and and get you people to hear it. But. Um, yeah, this one I I don't really want to go under people's radars if if that makes sense. So, if you are listening to this, if you haven't switched off at this point, then um you know, maybe just share this podcast with a friend. Send a link on uh, Messenger to a friend or send out a tweet saying, you know, whatever. If you like Bitch and Brew then, you know, then then say something about it. If you're listening on uh, Apple Podcasts, then uh, maybe or you have access to the podcast app, then Uh, Give me a positive rating because it really does help with the sort of organic um, exposure of the of the podcast. I mean, I'm talking from like digital marketing terms here. It's going to get boring if I carry on, but you know, bitch and brew is uh, done on literally no budget whatsoever. It's very DIY. I don't have any uh, marketing budget to, you know, boost ads on Facebook. I just don't have that money. Uh, I don't have any kind of sponsorship at the moment. It's something I'd maybe like to strive towards in the future. Maybe not right now. You know, it's a very uh, DIY effort. It's just me and uh, some tea bags and an iPhone and some great guests. So, um yeah, if you if you care about this podcast, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, then just share it with a friend or retweet something from us or share a Facebook post. Uh, do whatever you can to get Bitch and Brew out into the wider world because this next episode, which will be out uh, next Wednesday, let me just look up the specific date uh, on my calendar because I'm rubbish with, uh, with uh, mental maths, um, but that date is going to be on the uh, 20th of June. Um, if you um if you do care about this podcast just just spread the word i know i'm repeating myself at this point now but it will literally be the biggest episode of bitch and brew uh, to me on a personal level and i think just in general too a band with two number one albums on bitch and brew um and i'm still as you can probably tell 
um, a little bit emotional about it and a little bit lost for words. So I think that's where I'll end it. Thank you very much to you for listening. Thank you to uh, nervous, nervous, sorry, and uh, funeral shakes and um, and a bonus shout out to Harris Alley at Public City PR as well. I love you, buddy. Uh, thank you for being a part of this. Um, and thank you to the team at Teddy Rocks Festival as well for making it a really cool experience to record uh, Bitch and Brew backstage at a festival for the first time. And there's plenty more where that came from in the next few weeks so in the meantime i hope you had fun my name has been danny randon this has been the bitch and brew podcast thank you very much and i'll see you on down the road